0: Jay Gurudev. Welcome to the Lives of Saints podcast presented by Bhakti Marga. In this podcast we will be telling stories of the great saints that inspired countless people to live their lives with love, faith and trust in God. The beauty of these saints is that they appear throughout time and are not confined to one religion. And just like Sri Swami Vishwananda, who is the founder of the Bhakti Marga movement, their lives are an example how one should live life. They teach us, in essence, to just love. It is our hope that their lives and teachings can be a guide for your daily life too. Enjoy. This is the story of Sri Kula Shakara Alwar. Madness for God is an essential attribute of a true devotee. Not only does he think of God and worship him, but he totally identifies himself with the pangs and sufferings of avatars like Sri Rama, who had lived in the forest, lost his wife Sita, and fought with Ramana to get her back. The devotee partakes of the sufferings of the Lord as he is living entity and even tries to go to his help. The devotion and identification is so great, and total that he is immediately affected with the divine sport of the Lord. One such great soul was Sri Kulashvara Awar, who lived just to serve God and his devotees, though he was the king. Kulashakara Awar was the child of Tridharvat, who ruled the town of Kohli in Karla and belonged to the kingdom of Charvas. It was only after long penance that Dravata was provided a child by Lord Vishnu. The king and queen were extremely happy and performed all the post-natal rituals, named him Kula Shakar. The child was given Brahmapadasam, upanayam on his tenth year and sent to the teacher for studies. The young fellow quickly mastered the four Vedas, Shastras, archery, wrestling, and and all other allied subjects. He also became an expert in ethics and moral science. Dhridvata was very happy to see his son flower into a responsible citizen and a ruler. He gave the reins of government to Kulesvara and gladly went to the Vanapasta ashram, retirement in the forest, after the marriage of his son. Kulesvara ruled the country very well. He improved the defense and revenues of the government. He was righteous in all his actions and looked after his subjects very carefully and kindly. As Lord Vishnu had already selected Kalashara as his devotee, he sent Senamudali Awar to anoint him with the five sanskaras and give Kulashakara the mantra padesa. The extraordinary grace of the Lord made him very gentle and soft and also neglect the rule of the country, royal enjoyment and luxury. On the other hand, his realization or jnana, devotion, and detachment increased many fold. Separation from devotees, company with atheists, and those not interested in God became a big burden to Kalashara. Ultimately, he left all royal responsibilities to his subordinates, came away from his kith and kin and directed that the government should dictate itself to the service of God. Like the great devotee of Rama, Sri Vibhishana, Kalastara sought refuge at the lotus feet of his chosen deity, Sri Rama. He was particularly attached to Sri Rama and extremely devoted to the procession deities of Lord Sri Ventakeshvara. As a token of devotion to Sri Rama, he composed an anthology of 104 parashumas, stanzas, called Purumala, called Purmalā Tirumosi. In this great work, he exhibited his utter dedication to the Lord of the Seven Hills. One of his purashams runs thus I do not want to be surrounded by bewitching beauties and heavenly aparasas, or rule over the paradise or this earth. I fondly desire to be born as a fish in the wells of Tirumala with dense gardens full of sweet and fragrant flowers. Once Kudashara heard the greatness of Sri Rangam, the abode of Sri Ranganatha. He soon decided to settle down in the town offering daily service and worship to Lord Sri Rangaratha. He even went to the extent of informing all his people to be ready to leave their place and settle themselves in Sri Rangam. But his ministers placed obstacles on his way as they knew that the king would never return home once he visited Sri Rangam. Kula Shakara heard from great scholars, the 18 Parunas, the Istathas, and grasped their essence. Realizing that Krishna alone was the final goal in life, he composed a scholarly, and philosophic work in Sanskrit called Mukadamala, an anthology of stanzas overflowing with devotion and the uselessness of this life on earth. Kula Shakara spent very little time on his duties as a king. He spent most of his time in the company of great devotees, singing the glories of divine sport and understanding the works of renowned alwars who preceded him. In order to turn the king's attention to the material world and make him look after his people and the kingdom, the ministers and others played a trick. They stole the diamond necklace from the king's box used to decorate the Lord. They complained to the king that his friends, devotees who had an eye on the dazzling object, had stolen it. The king could not believe it. However, he wanted to demonstrate the innocence of his company of devotees. He wanted the complainants to prove their accusation. He brought a pot through a snake charmer to put a king cobra into it. He dropped his ring into it and demanded the complainants to take out the ring from the pot if they wanted to prove their point. None of the complainants dared attempting to take out the ring. The king volunteered and putting his hand into the dangerous pot, took out the ring safely without any harm from the deadly snake inside. Thus he exposed the evil intentions of his ministers. All the members of the public and officials who saw this were amazed at this miracle and held him in high esteem for his sincere devotion. On one occasion, listening to the Ramayana, Kalashar knew that Sri Rama was fighting with Kara and Dushana and 14,000 Rakshas. He wondered how Rama could fight them single-handed In total dedication and identification with the cause of Sri Rama, he got up, took his armor and sword, and with his army started in the direction of the battlefield. To turn him back, a few Vaishnavas were sent, who told the king that the fight was over and Rama had won the battle, and that Sita had welcomed victorious Rama with her warm embrace. Knowing the king's passion for Sri Rama, all incidents of sorrow and difficulties were generally avoided in explaining the Ramayana. But one day, a young lecturer explained that Ravana kidnapped Sita. Much disturbed by this explanation, Kalashara jumped up, took his bow and arrows and sword and ran after Ravana at Sri Lanka and jumped into the sea. He promised to destroy Lanka and kill the entire family of Ravana and bring back and hand over Sita to Sri Rama. His entire army followed him. The devas remained in the sky to witness this spectacle. All the people created a fervor. And at this moment, the kind, compassionate Lord Sri Rama appeared to Kalashwar with Sita, Lakshman, and the others and said, oh Kalashvara, you don't worry about this while I am here. See, I have just killed Ravana with his family and brought back Sita. See my consort Sita? Kulashakar was beside himself with joy and divine bliss. The Ramana discourse continued later. After a long rule, Kulashara gave his kingdom away to his son and became totally unattached. He went to Sri Rangam, stayed there, and visited Turamala, Kanchi, Turkampuram, Tirumali, Runchalo, Sri Musham, and other holy places for a time. Then he visited Thurangar, where Namavar had taken birth. He visited the Lord at Pramadesa nearby and stayed there for a time. Kulesvar Alvar left this world for heaven in his 67th year. We hope you have enjoyed this Lives of Saints podcast. To hear more inspiring stories of saints across different religions, please visit our podcast channel, Bhakti Marga, on SoundCloud. If you would like to learn more about Sri Swami Vishwananda and his mission Bhakti Marga, please visit www.bhaktimarga.org.